Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Seth. And this is Track Walking. And I am excited. Like, genuinely excited to hear about your weekend. You're, you're more excited to hear about it than I am to talk about it. I know, you're so tired. It's, um, a, it's adorable. You're doing that thing that the toddlers do, where they're, they're trying to focus on rub, something, and they, like, rub, rub their head, rub their and they're like, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so adorable yeah it's, yeah my well like i was telling you earlier my drive home was extended by half an hour which is like best case scenario a worse thing couldn't have happened at a better time and location um at like 15 20 minutes outside of the uh, blackhawk farms where i was um my uh stopped to get some uh expensive tank full of gas and then continue on my way but my van did not want to start again and happened to run into a couple grid life guys who are awesome and they volunteered to help me jump the van uh the van did not want to be jumped it said screw you i'm done and so fortunately there was also an auto zone like two minutes down the road so we put the crap battery in the back of his Acura that they had spent the last two hours changing an alternator in. We went back to that same auto zone that they had been at. I get a new battery, I put it in the van, and all is well. I love how we switched to a tow vehicle so we don't have to worry about being stranded. Good call. Believe me, the irony (laughs) of me being on the... I was at a gas station, so I can't say this side of the road, but with an electrical problem, it's a little close to home. Yeah. But. So here we are. But you did some things this weekend. You were at Blackhawk Farms for yep. uh, Track Day Picnic. Track Day Picnic. Our favorite event. Um, which uh, Such is supposed place. to be just supposed to be funsies. The, the buddies hanging out, eating food. No funsies. No transponders. It is like by timing light and stopwatch only sort of stuff. Like old school, old school vibes. Which is fine because Blackhawk Farms feels like you should be racing yes. MGBs around it anyway. So still consistently some of the best track food. Like at concessions, they've got great track food there. Yeah, I love Blackhawk Farms. I've only been there once. But uh, for for the people that run it, if you somehow accidentally listen to the show. Good job. And also, corner station workers are some of the best um, that we've gone go to. They are so fun, and like at the end of races, they actually like get into it a little bit. Like they did the F one style, waving like every flag they can hold. It was it was pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. So speaking of flags, yeah. You had you were the first car on track. To see a checkered flag, yeah, a couple times, yeah. What? How does how does that make you feel, Scott? <laughs> I'm gonna totally <laughs> Scott this up too. Oh my god, <laughs> that's I, okay. I actually, I when we get to the happening. end of this, when we get to the end of this, <sighs> I have a quote that I'm gonna read you. But we have to go through all of this first god. because I'm setting you up for something. I'm so excited. Just reverse engineering this whole crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I really wanted I I definitely wanted to go. Um 
I wasn't happy with how the car and I were performing at AMP and I really wanted a weekend to be able to kind of explore the car a little bit more, kind of get used to it, kind of find more of its weaknesses, see if I can drive around them, kind of all that stuff. And I got to do some of that. Um, I, in some of the races, I was getting into flow better. Um, like I noticeably, my vision was kind of getting higher and wider. So I was calmer and able to kind of think through things a little bit better. Um, wanted to set some personal best while we were there, which we did. Um, last year, I think I did a 20 point Oh, something. And I think my best this weekend was a 19 three, something like that. I love that your personal bests are now getting down to like pieces of a second instead of multiple whole seconds. Yeah. That's... It's like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't really find seconds anymore very rarely. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like baby steps. It's just baby steps, which is kind of aggravating, you know, thinking about the front of the GLTC and how many seconds they are in front of me. <laughs> so it's, you know, maybe in a decade I'll, uh, I'll be at the super point when I turn fifty. I'll, there you go. I'll uh, I'll try to be at the point end. Um, but yeah, super. Um, all the run groups were pretty full except for GLTC. Um, you know we've got Midwest Fest in two weeks, so I have a feeling that was part of it. Um, but we had, I think, officially twelve cars say that they're gonna go do stuff, but I don't think we, I don't think more than nine ever actually started a race. Um, so a small field, um, good people all. Um, I definitely wasn't the fastest car on raw pace, but um, just based on finishing position and starts and like first laps, I kind of did my thing to get enough of a gap to kind of hold it and go from there. So you're getting better at racing. Cause racing is more than going like a fast lap. Sure. Um, it's, I was in the super privileged position of having, I qualified second. Um, but Jake who qualified first broke his, uh, one of his rear knuckles in during qualifying. So he did not take, race one green flag so i started pole and so i've never been in that position to like be the first one to the inside of the first corner and do well there and hopefully they all have their own conversation and that lets you get away which largely is what happens (laughs) so um so does that make you more jealous of the front of the field? You're like, dude, if you just get off at the front, it's a completely different experience. It is a very different experience. Um, <laughs> it's, dare I say, easier. Because like the first lap, you can get seconds um, on everybody who's going too wide. Or you know, when, if somebody puts their nose in on the inside of a corner, you know, you've got to kind of, you know, not take the ideal line through, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's, 
yeah, if you're by yourself with no one in front of you, I mean, you just kind of turn on go mode, which I've never been great at either. <laughs> like, I'm not great at, like, hunting, like, running somebody down or, like, doing a time attack session where you're just trying to go as fast as you can. Uh, and I, I was fortunate enough to have gotten some practice with that, and that's where uh, the flow came for me is because I wasn't focusing on running anybody down um, for the first two races. Anyway, I wasn't, I had enough of a gap that I wasn't actively trying to defend. So I could just like go as fast as I possibly could and was being, you know, being more aware of my braking points uh, steering speed, throttle control, all that kind of stuff, which is very different from most races I run. How do you bring that back to the middle of the pack? Um, I think the the go fast now uh, attitude, like okay. um, you know, be decisive, make your move, and go as fast as you can in that position that you're in. Um, I've had a couple race starts in the past where I've, I've had that where I've kind of had a good start and I'm, I'm decent, I'm decent at starts. Um, but I have a decent start and I'm decisive and I'm not overly cautious in corners. Now it does help that the field was this small. Uh, we weren't, we weren't going three wide into turn one like we absolutely would have been in a larger GLTC race. That'd be scary at Blackhawk. Blackhawk's not super wide. Turn one, turn one's one of the few places I think you could do it. <laughs> at least going into it, coming yeah. out, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's. We'll have to see because I'm going from say an eight car field at Blackhawk to i was just told a 60 car field at gingerman <laughs> what and that is more that's that is more and we're gonna have a different conversation after that holy cow yeah i've got i'm trying not to have feelings about it and just focus on what's here right now <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes yeah it's going to be a whole thing man whole thing but but you so the first two races you basically led from the front and won yes and i we already did the what do you feel about that and i feel like you totally skipped the question i did um, i <laughs> i felt good i mean like it, it's cool to win i i mean i even got like the little sticker that they give race winners which was like that's cool. Those are hard to get. They they are hard to get. And at the same time, I was very aware of a lot of the drivers that are either like always give me a hard time or the drivers who I'm constantly looking at their taillights or like trying to fan, find out how they're that fast. And they weren't there. So that challenge of like really extending and really trying to push myself to keep up with someone 
uh, wasn't there, even though there were several cars that had quicker pace than me this weekend. It was by virtue of race starts and like the first couple laps that I was able to um, kind of get that going. So you had a Sunday race as well? Had two Sunday races. Two sun- Okay. Um, so yeah, we did practice, uh, which was like, it was instructor, staff, and GLTC on track at the same time. Oh, which, that is fairly lightly which, attended, isn't it? Which, to be honest, is are some of my favorite <laughs> sessions <laughs> because it's just like, you know, other instructors and staff in their cars. And, like, they're, they're all good drivers. They're super aware, which makes it fun. Um, but, like, it's just me and my GLTC car, and all of a sudden, like, I am up somebody's frs but <laughs> coming through tree turn waiting for a point by um yeah so it's that's that's fun and then is that um, when you remember that gltc cars are actually quick it again it it helps a lot i mean we're yeah it's it's pretty nutty that even me as i still feel like i, I still classify myself as a mid-pack driver in gltc and you know you get into a, you know, another session with people who don't run GLTC, and it's like, I'm not, I'm not doing bad, but man, GLCC is hard, <laughs> just hard. <laughs> um, so qualifying was super different. Uh, There's standing start track sprints, so you start from uh, grid, and you launch and you go. Um, it's like the it's like the first lap of uh, one lap. It's like the first you're, lap you're, of one lap. I just You're did that. So good at that. And you just did it. Yeah. Um, so I only got one run in, um, but it was good enough for uh second place. And like I said, first place, Jake, um Myriad Motors, Jake, um, broke a a knuckle. He got it repaired in time for race two, which was pretty cool. And um then Sunday morning, uh we do a standing start, which is uh one of two standing starts that GLTC does, which I always enjoy. It's very fun. So uh, I launched, uh, probably took some life off the transmission, um, but <laughs> got a, <laughs> you know, me out of five speed things. Um, got a good start um, and got down to turn one on the inside again and just go 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 and um race three however jake uh, had kind of make made his way up the field in race two and um every lap he got a little closer and a little <laughs> closer and i was driving super sloppy um in part because i was looking in in my mirror just glancing at it from time to time and letting that become the dominant concern in my mind rather than what I was doing. So that was you have little Scott sitting on your shoulder, screaming at you going, he's coming. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah, go faster, break harder, break later. It's like, <laughs> no, like, yeah. Cause that, cause that works so well for me. If you, if you just try harder, just try Scott, harder. obviously hey, go faster, hey, go faster. <laughs> Thanks man. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, held off, um, held off rain. Um, race three uh to win that one jake in the the last corner of the next to last lap uh jake went a little too deep in and i'm like 
on the straightaway and I see him break and turn and all of a sudden like his nose just points to the outside and like a bunch <laughs> of dirt. I'm like, no man, come on. <laughs> um, and then race four, um, I was talking with race director Renee Hines after the race and I'm like, so what are we doing? Are we doing a, an invert here? She's like, well, you know, we usually do, but I want to talk to you, see what you think. I'm like, it's only a few of us. Like, how many times do we get to say we inverted the whole field? Entire field. Yeah, I mean, we've inverted more cars, but we can't say percentage-wise that we've been inverted and in 100% of the field. So that's what we did. And um, that was, I was interested after the weekend that I had had up to that point to see what was going to happen. Um because I started on the outside, which was the first time I'd done that, and I was in row four um, on the outside. So went in. Um, everybody was too wide into turn one, and the inside uh, inside line got held up. So it was <laughs> the left side broke away. I was in third, and then... Um, got by Lisa Keys, who was her rookie weekend, and she did great in uh, the Mugen liveried RSX and uh, got her in turn five. Then I spent two laps behind uh, the BMW um, until he had a little bit of a bobble going into two and kind of opened the door for me in three. Um, yeah, and I kind of, I liked my decisiveness in that moment, actually. Um, it wasn't a, uh, oh, I need to be careful, be sure I didn't. And, of course, I was careful, and I was mindful right. because turn three, especially this whole weekend, was super dusty and not great traction. But I just put my nose in, and it's like, yeah, I can make this work for both of us. And I did, and... um worked out you seem in your descriptions of your racing you seem to be racing with more bandwidth this than week you this weekend this weekend anyway yeah by far of any weekend i've had in a very long time um and it was mindset i finally got my my piece of tape I've got a windshield banner on, so like there's a huge piece of the uh, the windshield that I can't see out of anyway at the very top. And I've been wanting to do this because it's it's something that um that mindfulness and initiating flow um, really helps is like you have a trigger word or phrase or something that like you say or refer to, and that helps you like get back into the mindset you need to be in. And I finally found that at the end of last year, but I just for some reason had never like put the reminder on the car physically. So I got a piece of uh, my yellow duct tape, <laughs> wrote it, stuck it to the um, the inside of my windshield at the top, um, like as low as I could, but like still not blocking any additional windshield. And um, and that helped. I helped a lot. And. You know, I don't know, man. Like in my head, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. Um, 
Becky got to drive the pace car for race two, which was pretty cool. Um, That's awesome. Well, her car was the pace car for race one and two. She rode in it for race one, and then she drove it for race two. Um, but yeah, she and my son, and having my son there this weekend was, you know, is always good. But to have him there for like my first actual wins was pretty special for me. But they had to leave early on Sunday, so they weren't there for race three and four. So you know that was okay. that was kind of a bummer. But yeah, it's like in in my head, it's like I've got the. It's it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like for for me these asterisk these wins have asterisks next to them, and I I don't feel like that should be the case. But it's like in my head, it's it's me wanting to like poke holes in myself all the time. It's like, but it was a small field, and like you know, a lot of the really fast people weren't there, and yeah, I'm just you shocked. did. I'm- you I'm did. shocked you're saying these things. Yeah, Just shocked. Yeah, I'm sure your uh, your face says no. It's, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, no. And you know, and even like it even got to this point today. That's like you know my personal best. Like the weather this weekend was dramatically cooler than it was last year. So it's like. Was it me or was it just the fact that the tires were happier and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, okay, God. Maybe you didn't do anything good this weekend. Well, and, and that's the thing, man. <laughs> that's, God, like the the inner, it's not even turmoil, <laughs> just the like inner bullshit that goes on in my head on like a weekly basis is really just astonishing. So, but it's, I mean, mechanically speaking like last year was hard <laughs> because right. our exhaust split and like everything went to shit uh the car was great as it oh, turned that's gonna be my next question did you figure out that handling thing so no <laughs> um i i am exploring the brakes and i have some sort of a mental block with how hard i think i'm able to brake the car how hard i'm able to break the car b-r-a-k-e um and in the last race i was like breaking where i i had been breaking but it's like let's see how hard i can push this and i didn't break as hard as i could but i break like foot to pedal wise harder than i ever have okay and the car slows down so like there's something in my head, like I don't know if I'm still like trying to work past the uh, the braking issues I had a um, little over a year ago, but like I need to I need to explore the limits of of that a little bit more. So that was good. Um, car still wants to understeer on the whole. Um, I do think I. Um, smaller front sway bar might be in my future. All right. Um, but composure under braking is great. Uh, turn in like it definitely, the back end does not want to kick out anymore. I'm actually fighting with understeer, uh, on entry rather than oversteer, which has been the thing. And I think I can attribute that to the, uh, rear differential. Okay. Um, but I finally like looked at it 
this weekend, like ever since the new ECU and everything got put in, like the the throttle like just around paddock just like seemed really dull until like you really get in it. And I just a lot had changed and I, I had noted it and I kept noting it, but I just never looked into it. And so on my digital dash, I have the accelerator pedal position as one of the things I can see. And then the throttle opening position, which also because of my past history with throttle bodies helps me determine if I killed a throttle body or not pretty quickly (laughs) by looking at that. Right. So sitting in grid, um, I had the car off, but the dash was on. So, and I'm just like playing with the throttle cause I'm a child and I, sure. Like I started really slow and sure enough, like I got to like 15% with my foot and the throttle only opened like 3%. Huh? So I kept going and it's open a little bit more. And then between like 35 and 55, it got a lot more responsive and then it kind of tapered out to close to linear from like 55 on up. And I'm like, that's strange. So I recalibrated it just thinking it's a recalibration. Nope. Wasn't that. So I reached out on Sunday to, um, Blake, my wiring guy and Mikey, my tuner and was like, Y'all, something's weird. Like I took a video of it. Like I'm not I'm not dreaming this. It's right there. Right. It's like something's up. And um sure enough, Blake comes back because he's got a copy of my um my file and he's like, Oh yeah, it's set to like this weird eco mode where it's like not responsive, then more responsive than it should be, and then linear. So basically exactly what I was experiencing. Okay. And I'm, I mean, I certainly noticed it around paddock, but even like picking up throttle out of a corner, like I had noted it around turn three at Blackhawk because turn three in my experience has been like a, you kind of have to ease into throttle a little bit more. But as I was easing into it with my foot, there was like nothing, nothing, everything. <laughs> so it's like all yeah, of a sudden, I can see that being a problem. all of a sudden yeah. like VTEC kicks in and like the back end kicks out or like the turbo <laughs> spools. So I'm, and so it was like that at AMP as well. So I'm, I've, I've got it reset. So the, everything is completely linear now. And I'm interested to see what that does for me in the middle of the corner, because I'm used to driving the car off the corner with my right foot or steering the corner off the corner with my right foot more. So I'm curious. It, it was, I don't think it's that big. I'm going way too into detail about this. I don't think it's as big of a deal as it sounds like, but it's not, not a deal. So I'll be interested to see a gingerman uh, in a couple of weeks. If what that does dynamically to the car. Yeah, that'll be, I mean, knowing that that's really your, your thing right now is adjusting balance through inputs. Right. Um, because that's like on the day to like on the day, that's the thing that you can do more. I mean, if you don't have a different front sway bar or like you've, you've like, that's what you're trying to do, right. Is you're trying to balance the car through inputs. And so I can see where that would 
now like your brain would focus on that. Like, all right, what can I do? Right. What can I do now? Right. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm at least glad that I found that there was a problem and even more glad that it was fairly easy problem to fix. Yay for modern cars with that sort of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, just sort of... he's like, yeah, you open up this page and then you see the curve and you just drag these two dots to their corners. And I did, and that was it. Hey, <laughs> yeah, fixed it. <laughs> cool, cool. Yay, yeah. magic car stuff. So yeah, um, you know, uh, got a nice new expensive battery for the van, so that works. And um, God, batteries are expensive, aren't they? Like, yeah. holy crap, levels of expensive. I mean, at least the nice thing is like there are advanced everywhere, and I got one with a warranty, so it's like come at me bro i'm ready for you now yeah that's true um that's so what year's your van 13 okay my truck's a bit older but that's my experience was i had an alternator go out and then i've had two batteries go out on my truck so same basic gm charging system thing yours is oriented a little differently because vans have zero underhood space fact um but, you know, I lost an alternator at like 214,000 miles. Factory alternator went out. Damn. And um, I have I lost one battery at like 90,000 miles and then one battery maybe 8,000 miles after the alternator went. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just one of those things that those are kind of known for is like every now and again, these things will go. And yeah. Yep. And it, like, I don't, I like, I don't have to tell you because you, you kind of can't know they're going until they're going, except now you go, Hmm, that slow starting thing. Yeah. I should have paid more attention to that. Well, and it's, and it's hard to tell sometimes between the alter, um, between a dying alternator and a battery with cells that have died. Like a right. battery with, with cells that are dead does really strange things that right. make you think like it's an alternator. Um, which is, I think what this was because things are just fine now. The difference is on my truck, uh, when the battery was dying, the charge light doesn't come on because it's still making juice. And when the alternator was dying, it was like, seriously, swear to God, we're not making enough power to survive. Yeah. So that was for future reference with your, with your van. Well, and we've had that alternator experience with the Miata a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that's why we bought a tow car. So we didn't have to deal with that. Yep. Yeah. So I, I have a, I have a quote for you. Yeah. Not that, not that I knew mm-hmm. what you were going to say about you. your race experience. And no, oh, there's eight people here and the fast guys aren't here. See, I'm, I'm not like you. You can say I told you so because I, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. So I get, I get to put my glasses on so I can read this. You're so old. <laughs> so, uh, I spent, I swear, I swear I spent like two hours going through quotes cause I kind of knew what I wanted to. So I was just like, <laughs> fishing just, around the internet. You just wanted the weight of a great I told you so. <laughs> I did. And and so I found a quote by uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, which Ooh. is actually comes out of uh, a sermon that he did. And it's completely out of context um, from what his sermon was about. But uh, the quote is, your actions speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you are saying. And and that's basically it. You you won those races, and in the act of winning those races, 
makes me not even pay attention to your words about how oh the the fast guys weren't there blah 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 all, all I can all I can hear when this is done I can't hear those words all I can hear is oh I yeah. won those races I know that's what I hear I know your actions and like even after race four um, I came back into um, grid to come back in and they handed me the checkered flag and told me to go do a, a parade lap with the checkered flag and like it's just like it's in my constitution like i'm just it's like at first i'm like god this feels like showy and like (laughs) flashy and like look at me ish which i'm just i'm fairly adverse to and part of me was like okay this this is pretty cool and yeah i wish becky and willem were here but this is kind of cool but I'm like the center of attention, or at least in my brain, I was like the center of attention, and you know. But then I, I got my I got my wish because you know I like we say nobody cares Monday what happens over the weekend, and sure enough, first thing this morning I'm hauling sheets of OSB into dumpsters, sweeping up and uh, doing the dirty works, and no one gives a shit. So. <laughs> reality is a son of a bitch yeah so yeah i don't need to take myself down life does it for me (laughs) um well we've been track walking podcast at instagram and facebook um could take a super quick moment i am still raising money for the american brain tumor association so if you go to the Robertson Racing Instagram or Robertson Racing Me out of Facebook page and click the buttons and donate more than 25 bucks to the American Brain Tumor Association in honor of my dad, um, we will send you a pretty cool t-shirt that we had made and um, as a way of saying thank you for that. So um yeah, we'd love to uh, be able to raise some more money. I think we've we've raised over twenty two thousand uh, to date, and we'd love to keep going. So that's all I got. You got anything? I do not. You should go rest. You look tired. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch things. Yeah, so. do that. I'm Scott, and I'm Seth, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>